Today, I'm reading an adult story for mature listeners. If that's not your cup of tea, or there are youngsters listening, you can skip this one, and there'll be a new story for you next time. You're listening to The Voice of Dog. I'm Kaki, your faithful fireside companion, and today's story is Reunion by Artie Hart, a blue wolf who likes to write stories about sci-fi, fantasy, and drama. And you can find more of his work on Sofurry. Please enjoy Reunion by Artie Hart. Do you remember when we were pups and we used to chase each other around the duck pond? Right down there. The blue wolf leaned against the balcony in dark coloured robes that were barely able to contain his body. A breeze swept past his muzzle, carrying with it the smell of baked bread. He was taken back to the moments he spent relaxing under the peach tree in the courtyard. A paw gently tugged at his shoulder, his loose robe falling off of it as he straightened from the touch. I remember. His partner breathed into his ear, sending shivers running all the way down to his tail. The blue wolf leaned into the touch. I said goodbye to you there, Reggie, he whispered, pointing at the great iron gate that separated the inner palace from the rest of the capital. That's where time took hold of me. Avas. Reggie, a natural grey wolf, pressed up against the blue. His large paws continued to pull and tug at the blue's robes as he kissed down the back of his neck. Let time be loyal only to us now, Ardy, for the days of our separation are past. Ardy felt his robe sliding off him. He let them. He closed his eyes and gently pushed back into Reggie's body, the grey wolf's paws sliding down to hold his waist. "'I wish you wouldn't pretend that days we have are unlimited,' he said. The larger wolf turned the smaller around to face him. Artie opened his eyes, the sunset's rays getting caught in his heterochromy eyes, a deep purple and a golden amber. He saw that his partner's robes were already lying on the ground. His confidence seemed to know no bounds. "'You know as well as I do, there is no escaping death.' Hardy shook other, more pleasant thoughts from his head. He didn't want to be serious. He needed to be. Death is not what I speak of. His ears seemed to flatten, and his eyes lost their light. Reggie ceased his tugging, and held the blue wolf in his paws, tightening his grasp ever so slightly. I will be emperor. I am sure of it. His confidence made Hardy chuckle, his robes falling further. The folds of the silk hung about him in loose maroon waves, making the white stomach fur of his tight torso shine all the brighter. <laughs> I do not doubt that. The grey wolf tilted Artie's chin up, looking him in the eyes. Then pray tell, what is it that troubles you? Another breeze ruffled Artie's long hair, which he wore down tonight, not on the ponytail like he usually did. He shivered from the cold night air approaching and moved to go inside, leading Reggie with a paw. The blue wolf closed the balcony doors as Reggie got a fire going. It was a large bedroom, so it took some time to light all the candles needed to illuminate it. Artie delicately lit each one, trying to think of the right way to say what was on his mind. There were things he learned in the years Reggie was gone. Things about the Empire, the proper way to rule what is needed of an emperor. In reality, the blue wolf was only a performer, but in his dreams and thoughts, he knew he shouldn't just act like that was all he was. Reggie never held him back, 
Artie went as far as he wanted to go. But Artie wondered, how far should he let himself go? Sweetheart, I fear that I'm losing you, the grey wolf said, taking the candle holder from Artie's paw. He placed it down on a nightstand near the bed, and sat beside his lover on the bed holding the blue's paws in his own. Come back to me. Artie took a deep breath, then began, An important day is in your future, Reggie. A day where you will have to make a choice. The grey wolf squeezed Artie's paws gently. You see a choice where I see none. Artie looked up at him with watery eyes. It is the Empire, or it is me. You get to choose. Reggie frowned as he wiped away Artie's tears. Only a fool would see it that way, and you are no fool. And tell me, Reggie, Artie said, grabbing his arm. Tell me, how else am I supposed to see it? I know these people. Your people. They will not understand us. Reggie paused for a moment to think. If they are truly my people, they will believe in everything I stand for. Everything that I am. Artie looked away. He could not bear to see his lover's reaction to his next question. And, and if they don't? Reggie did not hesitate. Then I will stand by your side, no matter what happens, and we ride this journey out together. He placed the paw on the side of Artie's head, pulling the blue wolf toward him in a passionate kiss. That I promise you. Artie savoured the touch of his partner's lips against his. He wanted so badly to get lost in them, to have the grey wolf's paws wrap themselves around him, to not have to feel the worry that plagued his thoughts so often. His white paws travelled down the grey wolf's torso without him even noticing. He even got to fingering the grey wolf's sheath before Reggie broke the kiss, with a wanting, heavy breath. Ardee, he said, drawing out the last syllable just a touch. The smaller wolf snapped out of his trance, his paw jumping up from Reggie's sheath. He opened his eyes taking in the sea of grey before him. Every inch, every contour, every feature, he wanted it all. Then he looked the larger wolf in the eyes. Can we? I, I, I want you. Reggie nodded sternly, his tail thumping softly against the bed. He grabbed Artie's hips and pushed him further back. In one swift motion, Reggie flipped his legs onto the bed and pushed Artie onto his back with a firm paw. The blue wolf wrapped his arms around the grey's neck, their lips meeting immediately after. Reggie straddled him, locking him in place with his weight. The sudden pressure forced Artie to take a breath, giving Reggie a chance to kiss him deeper, his own tongue sliding into Artie's mouth. The sudden feeling of wet flesh inside him caused the blue wolf to shudder, but he loved it. He squeezed the grey's shoulders, letting Reggie know that he wanted more. Further down, he could feel that Reggie wanted more too. The thick balls of his partner slid against his own sheath, causing both of them to start leaking. Knowing things were going to get messy, Ardy swept part of his robe off his abdomen, not wanting to ruin the precious silk. As he did, Reggie retreated from his mouth. Reggie's paws travelled to Ardy's shoulders as his muzzle travelled to the blue wolf's chest. He tugged at Ardy's robes with his claws, trying to free the wolf from their clutches while he kissed and licked down Ardy's chest. The blue wolf rubbed his partner's head and scratched behind his ears, earning another breathy sigh from him. Untying the last knot from Artie's robes, Reggie pulled the robes out from under him and threw them to the floor. 
He was on elbows and knees as he opened his eyes to look at Ardy's length right below him. Ardy could feel the Grey's warm breath against him, blushing at the thought of letting himself go wild on the larger wolf. He wished he could. Just once. That thought didn't stay in his mind for long, though. A moan escaped his lips before he could even think about it. Reggie had taken the smaller wolf's entire length into his mouth with a singular dip of his head. Ardy felt the tongue wrap around his member. He felt the grey's lips close around his shaft, and the suction that came afterward was enough to make his tail twitch. Then they fell into their natural rhythm. The bobbing of Reggie's head matched Ardy's breathing. After the initial shock was over, Ardy rested back on his elbows, watching his partner take care of him in such a loving way. Reggie was a gentle wolf, through and through, but his unabashed confidence was, at times, intimidating to Ardy. The blue wolf knew this, and he knew Reggie knew it too, because the grey had made such a strong effort to treat him as an equal. Taking all of him in, and trying so hard to pleasure him and make him feel cared for in the way he pressed all Ardy's buttons, was a great expression of love. But Reggie didn't stop there. He grabbed Ardy's hips, pulling him closer. Then his paws took hold of the blue's thighs, pushing them up and back, Ardy's member slipping out of his warm maw. Ardy watched, slightly confused, as Reggie's muzzle dipped below his balls, and then there was another shock. A warm, wet one that sent pleasure rippling through him. It caused him to grip the bedsheets, his claws tearing some at the fabric. Ordinarily, the blue wolf would chastise himself or try to relax his grip, but he couldn't. He was losing control, losing the clear, rational thought he strived to keep at all times. Every lick that slid deeper inside him was a worry he let go of, until the only thoughts left in his primal mind were of Reggie's strong body overtaking his own. Reggie, Artie said, gasping. He felt the grey's tongue leave him, then saw Reggie's muzzle rest beside his leaking, twitching member. It took a few moments for Artie to focus on him. The room seemed to spin a bit. When he finally focused on the grey's eyes and smile, what would have been a thought he'd keep to himself manifested itself into words before he could stop it. I need you inside me. Please. With an enthusiastic grunt, Reggie crawled up to straddle Ardy's waist. Ardy watched the candlelight dance around his partner's form, then ran a claw down the larger wolf's chest as Reggie arranged the pillows behind him in a more comfortable position. How did I manage to catch you? Artie said under his breath. But Reggie's keen ears picked up on it. He looked down at the smaller wolf, rubbing the side of Artie's head and chuckling. I ask myself that every day. About you. That made Artie smile, and it flustered him to a point where he couldn't keep looking at his partner's beautiful body looming above him. He turned to look at that nightstand where a picture of Reggie stood silently. It memorialized the day Reggie turned 18, the day he was finally ready for the potential emperorship. He was standing before the throne on one of the palace's balconies, waving at the thousands of people who attended the celebration. Worry again crept its way into Ardy's mind, but this time it was weak, and Ardy jumped to attack it. "'Promise me something, Reggie,' the blue wolf said, locking eyes with his partner again. Reggie leaned down, one paw holding himself up, while the other ran through Ardy's long arctic hair. "'Anything, Ardy.' Love me. Fully. 
Forever and always, Artie said, fighting back the doubt, fighting back the what-ifs and the maybes, fighting back every rational thought that kept his heart from heaven. Reggie looked deep into those glowing eyes. "'Tis a promise I've sworn to keep, with every fibre of my being since I returned and found you again. Reggie's words reverberated within Artie, filling him with hope. Where before there was so much doubt and unknowing about the challenges that lay ahead, now there was a promise, a foundation, something strong and unwavering that Artie could finally rest his dreams upon. But you must promise me something as well, Reggie said, holding one of Artie's paws in his. Promise me that you'll stay by my side, no matter what happens. If the kingdom crumbles, if the sky falls, if we lose everything, I need to know you'll be there. Artie wasted no time in pulling Reggie's body down to him. He hugged him tightly, the strongest embrace he'd ever given anyone. As strong as his partner was, he hoped Reggie could feel that. I promise, Reggie, nothing will come between us. The larger wolf hugged him back. The two laid there for a while, neither wanting to let go of the other. It only started to get uncomfortable when Artie felt his partner's length grow again. Reggie's tip was poking against his stomach, while Artie's own member grew up against Reggie's butt. It soon got to a point where Artie couldn't focus on anything else. "'I can feel that you want it,' the blue wolf said. The grey loosened his embrace a little, letting out a muffled breath. "'I do.' "'Then let me give it to you,' Artie whispered into Reggie's ear, feeling a twitch against his stomach. Reggie slowly rose up to sit on his haunches, taking a moment to stretch his upper body. Artie pulled his legs out from under the grey and pulled open the top drawer of the nightstand. He fumbled around for a second before pulling out a shiny glass vial that he gave it to Reggie. The grey uncorked the vial and gave the liquid inside a quick sniff. His eyes widened at how pleasant it was, and he immediately poured some onto his member, stroking it slowly. Artie, seeing this, blushed and smiled. I'm glad you like it. I didn't know they could infuse sense into it, the Grey said, pleasantly surprised. Let alone Lily. There's a fellow I know in the city who makes a special variety. Ooh, Artie moaned, closing his eyes. Reggie had rubbed a coated finger against his rear, and he spent very little time stretching the blue wolf out with said finger. Artie exhaled, trying to relax his body, but it was hard when Reggie kept fingering him. As soon as Artie thought he was used to that one, Reggie bumped it up to two, causing Artie to moan out through his gritted teeth. Reggie chuckled. <laughs> Sorry, hun. I must make sure you're loose enough for me. Artie nodded, managing to open his eyes as his legs automatically spread farther apart. I, I'm ready. Gods, I want you. The larger wolf's fingers retreated, returning to wrap around his member. Artie watched as his lover's shaft lined up with his rear. Reggie grabbed his hips, then slowly began pushing himself into the blue. The first couple inches were what he was used to, but the next few just seemed to stretch him more and more and more until it finally seemed to level out. With a deep breath, Artie finally managed to relax as Reggie pushed in the last few inches. "'Are you okay?' the Grey asked, rubbing Artie's hips. Artie's breath was shaky. "'Yeah!' Just give me a second. The blue wolf closed his eyes, trying to steady his breathing. It didn't take long, and when he opened his eyes again, Reggie's upper body was above him. Artie wrapped his arms around the grey's neck, nuzzling into his shoulder. Go slow, please. 
Reggie kissed him on the cheek and began pulling himself out. Only halfway at first. Then he pushed back in, rolling his hips into Adi's bottom. Then out again, farther this time, then back in slightly faster. The motions were already making Adi gasp as he had to adjust to the size over and over again. Soon enough, Reggie was going at a nice pace, and his deep grunts of pleasure complimented Artie's light moans. As Artie embraced Reggie's rhythm, he raised his legs higher to wrap around the Grey's back, giving Reggie's thrusts very little resistance. "'We haven't discussed nothing yet,' Reggie said between muffled grunts. "'You can knot me,' Artie replied between his own gasps. "'We'll be stuck for some time.' "'I promised I'd stay by your side.' Reggie chuckled at that. By my side it is, then. The greys started picking up speed, leaving Artie very little time to adjust. He stopped trying to, and simply hugged his lover ever tighter. He knew Reggie was holding back on some level. The grey could very easily crush the blue's pelvis if he wanted to, but he wished for a day where he could let him go wild, too. Today was not that day. It didn't take long for Artie's moans to become higher and shorter as Reggie pounded him harder— Artie felt his neck becoming wet with his lover's saliva, and though he didn't necessarily like the physical messiness of it, he did quite enjoy that Reggie was enjoying himself. That was emphasised by Reggie grunting louder as well. Artie could feel the larger wolf's knot slap against his rear over and over again. The thought of it spreading him turned him on all the more, his own shaft leaking all over the two of them. He lost himself in that thought. He lost himself in Reggie's grunts and thrusts, that was all there was left in his mind at this point. Reggie, I'm close, the blue wolf whimpered. It took a few more thrusts before the grey responded. Me too. Take me. Reggie slowed his thrusts, but didn't make them any less powerful. Artie squeezed his partner lightly, burying his muzzle into Reggie's neck to stifle the shouts of pleasure exploding from his mouth. Each time Reggie reared back and pushed forward, trying to get the last of himself inside, Artie felt himself stretched to an almost unmanageable size. But he wanted it, so he pushed back against Reggie's thrusts, managing to finally take all of him in, just as Reggie roared out in pleasure. The knot sent both of them overboard. Reggie pumped rope after rope of his seed into the little blue wolf, and Artie, feeling the knot press against his insides, couldn't stop the flood of passion from leaving him, coating both of their fronts in a hot, sticky mess. Reggie couldn't hold himself up any longer. He collapsed, slowly, onto the smaller blue wolf. Artie's limbs fell to their sides, exhausted. The two of them laid there, panting and enjoying the afterglow together. Neither spoke for quite some time. The roaring fire had nearly burned itself out, and the candles were already halfway through their wicks. Light was all but gone, but warmth remained between the two wolves. Eventually, the soreness of his rear caused Artie to speak up. Reg, you awake? Reggie responded with a grunt. Artie pet him. You think you can release me? I'm feeling a little sore. And messy. I can try. Let me know if it hurts, Reggie said, pushing himself up with a groan. With half-closed eyes, he fumbled a bit as he grabbed Artie's shoulders. Then Artie felt the tugging at his rear. The knot was still too thick, and after the third tug, Artie had to tap out. The pain was too much. Sorry, Reggie said, his ears flattening a bit. Artie shook his head. Don't be. I wanted it. Good to know for next time. Reggie's ears perked back up. Then he leaned down and licked Artie's face. 
You feel so good against me. Artie smiled, rubbing his partner's chest. I've never felt closer to heaven. Reggie collapsed again, smothering Artie in pecks and licks. The small blue wolf couldn't keep himself from laughing, his tail wagging for the first time in months. When Artie finally managed to fight off the affection, Reggie relaxed and nuzzled his neck. You write all your songs, correct? Artie tilted his head. Yes. Why do you ask? Reggie looked at him. Will you write songs about us? The blue wolf thought for a moment, then scratched the greys back and spoke. I will write melodies that songbirds will sing as they fly across the land, so that Mother Nature herself knows a love as great and true as ours. Reggie's confidence was dashed in that instant. He had to look away, his ears flattening. Artie just smiled, petting his partner. Then he began humming a long-forgotten tune, thinking of the words to fill it with. Words that would tell a different story. A story of them and what they would accomplish. Together. This was Reunion by Artie Hart, read for you by Kaki, your faithful fireside companion. You can find more stories on the web at thevoice.dog or find the show wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to The Voice of Dog.